We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We have a mic and you have a phone. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. Yeah, yeah. All right. A couple things to add before we get back to the phones. Keep McPherson on the fan, taking you till 12 midnight on a day that the NFL free agency started at 12 noon, and we thought around 3 o'clock that the Aaron Rodgers deal was done. I still think it's done, but I just think it's Aaron Rodgers. Nothing comes easy, but you know what? Nothing worth having comes easy, right? You got to wait for some of the best things in life. And yeah, I don't know. I'm done making excuses for this guy. It is what it is. But uh, to add to my Giants notes, as I'm combing through my notes that I had prepared before, um, Aaron Rodgers still was out there. Uh, running back Matt Breida returns to the Giants on a one-year deal. And um, yeah, he, I mean, he's not really much of a factor, but he was a backup to Saquon Barkley, and yeah, he'll be back. So the Giants made a couple moves. Um, Okereke, biggest move of the day. Punter Jamie Gillen as well, and uh, yeah, they they lost Nick Gates. And we continue to wait on more things to come out around Aaron Rodgers as the Jets are restructuring, and I just think with Aaron Rodgers, you got to wait for everything. But news out of the world, baseball classic. An interesting game that I didn't really lay eyes on. I think scrolling through the channels, I might have a couple hours ago. But Puerto Rico, oh, all right. Puerto Rico pitches a perfect game. Jose De Leon was perfect, and they took him out of the game. And you get a 1-2-3 inning from the Mets' Edwin Diaz. Congrats to him. And the Mets' Francisco Lindor, who went... Two for three. And, uh, yeah, Puerto Rico wins. Puerto Rico wins. Um, and Lindor had a three-run triple, I should add. So, I mean, the thing about the World Baseball Classic, Puerto Rico wins 10 nothing over Israel, Matt Harvey's team. The thing about the World Baseball Classic is the different times that the games are on. And, I don't know, I'm a baseball fan. I like players on all of the teams. I guess I'm rooting for Team USA. They got beat by Mexico last night. I don't know. I just feel like the timing of it, it's hard to follow and necessarily really get into. It's different than like the World Cup. But hopefully when they get to these next the next round, like whatever teams get dropped and they get to the next round, it'll be easier. It'll be easier to follow. I'll keep an eye on anything coming from that. Keith McPherson on the fan. Call me up and talk some sports. Let's go to Kevin 
in Ocean City, New Jersey on the fan. Hello, Kevin. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, uh, first of all, the Aaron Rodgers deal, he's done. They, they, we got him. That's all right. And, and what I think these other little moves they're making is to get the receivers that he wants, whatever he wants around him. And that's what that's working on now. And what it really hasn't been that long. But what bothers people, especially the New York area, that he has control of the news cycle, and they don't like that. Mm-hmm. you know. But you got to do what you got to do because that's your job. That's the story. But when somebody has control of that news cycle, that pisses people off. But that's the way it is. And I think what they're doing now is getting – they're saying, Aaron, what receivers do you want? How can we do this? What do you need? We're getting you what you need. Because time waits for no man. This owner is getting up there in age. And you start thinking in terms of mortality and all that, you know, and um, time, like I said, time keeps going. And, uh, you know, you got to do what you got to do. No, great points. And I think the deal is done. Thanks for the call, Kevin. I, I think I thought the deal was done today. It has just deflated some of us because it's like, come on, bro. Really? We're at the finish line. And you're like, nope, ha- haven't crossed the finish line. We're at the one inch line. It's it's goal in one inch to go. It's like, all right, we get it. And, yeah, Kevin made a point about, you know, the news cycle and the media here in New York. Every single day, if you work in sports media here, you've had to talk about Aaron Rodgers. I don't think it's going backwards, though. I haven't really given any thought to a mystery team or this deal not happening. That would be a curveball that I wasn't expecting. I think it's done. They met, and uh, you're, you're seeing them restructure deals. Obviously for Aaron Rodgers. And like Kevin just added, maybe there's some other guys coming with Aaron Rodgers. OBJ, is he in play? I see that the Bills are making moves. The Bills are restructuring contracts. They restructured Josh Allen's contract. They restructured Von Miller's contract. And they were one of the three teams that was courting Odell Beckham Jr. uh, during the season last year. I thought it was interesting that the Dallas Cowboys courted him, but then they weren't at his workout. I guess they don't need to see anything. No, the Cowboys just... They don't make free agent moves. Like, they're not active in free agency, and they're stupid. They pay all the wrong guys, so they don't have that much money to play with when this time comes anyway. They always try and uh, figure it out with what they have and hope they get lucky in the draft, and they have. The, The Cowboys have drafted extremely well, so they don't need to rely on going to get free agents. But if you're looking out there... There's a lot of teams making moves, man. I, by the end of my show, I definitely plan on going through, you know, the big deals of the day, money-wise, name-wise, team-wise, uh, that I think just, you know, made moves and got better. Let's go to Mike in Clifton Park, New York. Hello. Hey, Keith. How are you? Good, good. So, um, so I'm a New York uh, Giants fan, and I want to – uh, mention uh, something about the the 49ers and the Jets, and I'm a Mets fan. I just want to comment on the Yankees, if if you don't mind. Yep. Um, so you know the 49ers. I don't you know I don't hear uh, them uh, talk, talked about much, but they have like a legitimate uh, uh, roster to get to a Super Bowl. Um, and what the heck is going on with their quarterback? They uh, are they a go? quarterback away, not to jump in front of yeah. you and cut you off. All the talk about yeah, the Jets it. being a quarterback away, the 49ers are a quarterback away in the NFC where I think it's going to be exactly. wide open again. Exactly. So I'm like, why is this not getting any press? They, they have like a huge like hole there, and they, 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 they are ready to go to the Super Bowl. Like, what is going on with them? Like, what the heck are they doing? Well, Brock Purdy just had his surgery Last week, Trey Lance, who they gave up a ton for to draft for, he's unproven, but 
think he'll be ready to go. And today they signed Sam Darnold as a reinforcement uh. to a one-year deal. I know it's Sam Darnold, but, I mean, they would have loved to have Sam Darnold coming in for Brock Purdy in that game that they lost that would have put them in the Super Bowl. I think they're going to they're gonna have three quarterbacks on that roster, um, not, yeah. not including Brock Purdy because they're saying he's not going to be ready until September. It'll be Trey Lance. It'll be Sam Darnold. And they probably bring in somebody else to compete. I know there were rumors of Baker Mayfield potentially signing there. Uh, still, still a huge uh, question. Still not enough, though, right? Like, still yeah, not yeah. enough to say, okay, 49ers, they're stacked on offense, they're stacked on defense. This quarterback puts them in the NFC championship game again. That's right. And uh, here's my jet point. So it's more uh, uh, comical. There there are two points. So when um, Woody and the team, they, they – they fly out to Rogers. So in my head, I'm thinking Woody is yelling at Joe Douglas saying, this cost, this trip cost me $200,000, <laughs> you know, and you know, why didn't you get the quarterback pick right? And then I have Joe Douglas yelling at Salah. Why did you screw up Zach Wilson? You know? So, um, so in my head, that's what I'm thinking. And then uh typical jet, um, they're so desperate, right? That Rogers will sign, with them, but it'll be a three-year contract with a with, with an opt-out player opt-out after the first year. Jets will make the playoffs, and then Rogers will be like, "I don't like it here. Bye." <laughs> one year, one uh, and done. One and done. Three-year contract with a player opt-out in in the first year, and Rogers will be like, "See ya." Uh, typical Jets if, if 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 they have a contract like like that, and. Uh, you know, um, I'm, a, I'm a Mets fan, and I just want to say something about the Yankees. The Yankees um, have – they used to be a baseball team, and they have become a business model. And I think you can you understand where I'm coming from with that, I think. Um, and it's kind of gross. I'm 100% with you. I'll take it from there, Mike. Thank you. How sad is that, right? The Yankees used to be a baseball team. Now they're a business model. Business is booming. Business is good. All you got to do is have a winning season, right? Just don't have a losing season. You're selling merchandise and tickets and expensive popcorn, water, hot dogs. Business is booming. I mean, it's a crapshoot when you get to the postseason. Just got to get there. The Yankees are going to get there. And for the fans that like to say, oh, stop showing up to games then. You're, you're idiots. It's never going to happen. Right? You think that the New York Yankees, like the, that, that there's a group of fans that can revolt against the Yankees to be heard by not showing up to the game. It doesn't matter. There's only a certain amount of seats in there. They're going to get 40,000 people in there in the summer, no matter what day it is. It'll be a random Tuesday, and it's 40,000 people in there because the weather's nice, and this is New York. So the Yankees, right? It's funny, though. Mike just mentioned them being a business model. Well, let's see how that business model goes in a few years. You just wasted an extra $150 million on Aaron Judge, who you should have locked up as soon as he had his coming out party. And now you've got these guys like Anthony Volpe and Jason Dominguez. How much are they going to be worth? <laughs> You're not trying to start their clock. We understand, right? And, yeah, they'll have money coming off the books when those guys get here. But, you know, going back to the business model, it's like, yeah, they're not going to play the best players. Their captain, Aaron Judge, could come out and say, I don't care if you're 19 or 41. If you're the best, you should be helping the Yankees, and the Yankees are going to laugh at that and say, nah, nah, we got a bunch of guys that we paid. Might not be necessarily worth it, but we paid them. 
right? Aaron Hicks makes $10 million a year. We're not going to just cut bait on Aaron Hicks. We're going to keep running them out there and running them out there. Josh Donaldson, that's our guy. We traded for him just one more year. Just one more year that we owe him over $20 million. Run him out there. IKF, we tendered IKF a $6 million contract. Should have traded him. Should have got him out of here. You prospect hug. You prospect hug for what, right? How long is the stop gap shortstop supposed to be here? One year, stop the gap. It seems like the end of the year, the gap was closed. You couldn't rely on him anymore. You had to use Oswald Peraza in the ALCS after not having him on the roster in the ALDS. Anthony Volpe, you told him, hey, come to camp ready. You have an opportunity to compete for this job. Kid hits home runs, doubles, plays second base, obviously plays shortstop, has turned everybody's head, has gotten everybody's attention, not just with things that he does with the bat or the glove, but just the way he carries himself around players, around former players. And I don't expect to see him opening day. I expect him to be with the Somerset Patriots. And, uh... Or not the Somerset Patriots with Scranton uh, Wilkes-Barre with the uh, Rail Riders and Jason Dominguez with the Somerset Patriots, right? I think Volpe already graduated from the Patriots because we saw him at the end of the year hit a home run. I think, you know, play pretty decent when Peraza came up and he had to finish the season with the Rail Riders. So I just expect to see him there until they really force the Yankees' hand. I think he already has. I think there's so much chatter from reporters and people that cover the Yankees about Volpe, 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 but the Yankees aren't going to have him on the opening day roster. They're not, in my opinion. I would love that, though, right? Wouldn't that be a quick way to energize the fan base? Especially when you have fans that have kind of, you know, lost their energy on this season because of the injuries, because of the news, because of some players that we're forced to see, like Aaron Hicks, like Josh Donaldson, like IKF again. You know, some people that are down on the team because when you look at this offseason, what did they actually do? Who did they actually bring? Oh, they brought in Tommy Canley. Well, he's hurt. They brought in Carlos Rodon. Well, he's hurt. Oh, Judge. Yeah, they overpaid for Judge. So great that we retained our guy, but you should have never had to pay that much for a guy that you drafted, you developed, you made who he is. Obviously, he had a lot to do with that, but I think you were the motivation. He had the best year of his career in spite of you. He had the best year of his career to prove you wrong, to drive the price that you put on him up so other teams could come in. He couldn't wait to, to hit free agency and see what he was actually worth. There was a team ready to give him $415 million. And Hal Steinbrenner had to save the day. Milton is out in Brooklyn, the cowbell man back on the fan. He's a Jets fan, too. Hey. <laughs> huge and uh congratulations to you and your son and uh all the blessings in the world Thank you. um keith I, listen keith i want you not to hold back and i know you're on the radio now and you're trying to you know be cool but you cannot let a met and giant fan call and open up and say i'm a giant and met fan but i want to talk about the jets and the yankees you know what we don't want to hear from you <laughs> we don't want to hear from you don't come in here to talk about the yankees are a business and it's disgusting you should let him explain himself they used to be a business team and that's why they used to win because they used to pay out now they're a baseball team that doesn't want to spend money so i don't want to hear this crap look at the mets all of a sudden now it's okay to spend money you want to call and talk about my team worry about your team worry about that i gotta sit here with the jets also where people talk about they don't want Aaron Rodgers. We haven't won in 50-something years, my man. 
If you're telling me this guy's going to give me the best chance and that's all I'm asking for, there's no Jet fans out there that with a brain saying they're going to win the Super Bowl. That's another narrative out there that's going around. Jet fans think they're going to win the Super Bowl. No, we don't. We just think this guy is going to give us a better chance because last year, if you were quarterback in the Jets, they would have won 10 games. So I'm just telling you, this team is set to win now, and this guy gives us the best opportunity. Enough with the madness. Enough with people saying the Jets think they're going to win the Super Bowl. No. We just want an opportunity to sit in front of the TV on Sundays and enjoy a freaking season. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of 10, 12 seasons in a row not making the playoffs. Can we step it up a notch and make my Sundays fun again? That's all I'm asking for. And when you get in the playoffs, it's a crapshoot. We all know, you don't know who's going to be hurt, Keith. You don't know who's going to be hot. It's all about getting there, and we're never getting there. So this guy is going to give me the opportunity. And I'm going to slide back to the Yankees, and I know I'm running my mouth. I was drinking a little wine with the wife tonight. You, you got but it, I'm gonna tell you, you can say more than I can gonna, say. <laughs> I'm going to tell you about Volpe and Dominguez. I don't care, Keith. I don't care. If I'm the owner of the Yankees, Dominguez is starting in left field. Volpe is starting in shortstop. There's my energy. There's my boost. There's my bring it on. We're the new Yankees. We're not going to be the same old slow Yankees that are going to win 90-plus games. We're going to just make it to the playoffs and be happy and lose to the Astros again. These are the guys that we need in there. And I know Dominguez is 20. I know he's not ready, supposedly. He's been playing baseball since he's three years old. What is he not ready to do? It's playing baseball, Keith. How hard is it for this guy? This guy's a switch hitting super speed a great defensive player he's going to go in there and if you want to just you want to baby him Keith you tell him listen Harrison Bader is hurt we're going to let you come in on the opening day roster and you're going to play the first month you know what if you overwhelm us the way you did in spring training you stay but we're just having you come in here for Bader so I don't want you to get upset when we send you back down to hone your craft but these young kids will bring such an energy, not only to the team, but to the fan base, to show us that it's not going to be the same old crap of just grinding out this bully bully way of just beating bad teams in a regular season and then and crap in the better than playoffs, Keith. This is it. The, at least, at minimum, Volpe has to make this roster. If he doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. It'll be an embarrassment. And I don't care what anybody says. Somebody has to have something on somebody, Keith. I don't know if it's Donaldson. I don't know if it's Hicks. Somebody knows something. Like, how are these guys still on this roster? Only because they want to be the old man on the on the the old man that just wants to not have people say, "I told you so." They're just gonna keep leaving in there, hoping they get hot, hoping Donaldson hits twenty home runs, so you can say, "Look, this is the guy I signed. I told you. Look at Hicks. I gave him all this money, and look, he turned out to be the switch hitter." I thought, no. Keith, you see it. I see it. We're just regular baseball fans. How do these professional guys not see that the new generation is ready? Dominguez, the Marshall is ready. That. He's ready. You know, it's Man, deeper than that. Mickey Mantle. Mickey Mantle came up at 20. Maybe this is the next hey, Mickey Mantle. Yeah, but back when Mickey was playing, he couldn't command the type of contract that Juan Soto is going to be able to command. They don't want to start the clock on That's Dominguez. And then he starts hitting home runs. And then, look, it's like, Keith, we got to pay this right, kid let me $400 million. Let me ask you a question. All the hype, right? All the hype. Volpe, you don't trade for Soto. You don't trade for Machado. I mean, this guy better be the next coming. Okay, and then you got Dominguez. All the hype. The Martian. All the hype. If these guys are so good, if they're so good, A, how come they're not doing like the Braves, bringing up Harris? How come? Let me ask you this question. How, and if you do bring them up, why don't you just give them a six, seven-year contract right now? Why do you wait until they hit 50 home runs and then they get, they offering, they ask them for $300 million? Bring them up now. Give them eight-year contract. 
contracts, both of them, and let's rock and roll. This team is ready. You tell me they can't handle two no, young studs? Listen, bro, you're, you're, you're right on. Like, why don't they do that like they did with yeah. Michael Harris? Michael Harris pretty much skipped the level of, of AAA. I don't think exactly. he even played much the of AAA. Exactly, scared. And they extended him. Look at Pena. Look at but, Pena, the shortstop. The shortstop for the Astros. That would have been, he would have been on the Yankees. He would have been in the minor leagues. We're reading books and stuff. Re- re- going online, reading about him. Looking at YouTube videos. All well, this hype, all this junk. This is all they do. When are they going to actually prove it to us that these are really prospects? Bring them up now. I'm tired of all the, the hype. I'm tired of all the crap about this. We got this and we got that. If they're ready, if they're ready, why can't they be ready now? Yeah, I don't Pena care had a little seasoning because he was at... Um, University of Maine four years, but he was ready. They knew they could move on from Carlos Correa and not extend him, not give him the contract he was looking for because they had Pena waiting in the wings. I think with the Yankees, though, like I always say, they think they're the smartest guys in the room, but they're they're not Atlanta smart, right? They're not smart like Atlanta, extending guys, putting money in front of guys that they can't refuse, and then, you know, those contracts being smart contracts. Their contracts are like Aaron Hicks's contract. Right, they trade for Aaron Hicks, mm-hmm. and then they think they they're getting smart, and they're saying, "Here you go, seventy yeah. million." And it's always got Keith. There's always guys they trade for. Like they don't believe in their own players. Like I don't get it. Like you hype them up, but like you really don't really believe. They in them. do, but they like, have I a history of ruining their own prospects. And the only exactly. thing I will say to defend the Yankees is New York is different. The pinstripes are heavy. They do Dude, not necessarily want to expose money, these kids right away. Money. Scare money don't make money. If you're gonna be scared that this kid's feelings are gonna get hurt, you know what's then gonna he happen. He wasn't with cut out for it anyway, right? That these yeah. guys, if these guys can't do it at 21, 20 years old, and uh, they they weren't they weren't cut out for it. They know what they're getting into. They they Keith, watched baseball Keith, and played this? their whole how lives. How about this, Keith? How about this? These these kids, Dominican kids, Puerto Rican kids. I grew up with a lot of them. These guys, you know what? They very it comes to baseball. They're very sensitive about how you talk about them. How you? That's how I, you know. That's what happened with the shortstop with the Mets when the Mets fans were booing them. They take that a little different. When you send this after this kid is hitting three seventy five, four or five home runs, fifteen RBIs, stealing bases, playing left field like a Gold Glover, and now you're gonna go tell him go back to the minor leagues and ride buses? He ain't gonna want to play. He's gonna slump, and then you're gonna hear the clowns go, "Well, I told you he wasn't ready." <laughs> Of course he's not going to be ready because he don't want to play now. You hyping him up, you bringing him up to the big leagues. He's proving what he could do. Let him play. A lot of people say, "Oh, he's not ready." Okay, but listen to this. You could you could cover that up by saying that Harrison Bader's hurt. Just bring him up for a few, two, three, for a month or so. That's it. You don't have to tell this kid you're coming up to stay here Service and then bring time. him down and get him mad. You tell him ahead of time. Listen, you're here because this guy's hurt. Most likely, we're going to send you down, and that's how you work around that. But you no, know, the Yankees can't do that. You know, everything is like, you know, just gossip and rumors and this and that. Like, come on, man. And they have Listen, enough money in their payroll, one of the highest payrolls, where they're paying enough major league guys that are veterans, and they're going to run those guys out. The young guys got to no. wait. It sucks because, like I said, that would be the perfect thing to fire every Yankees fan up. The future is now. Volpe yeah. and Dominguez on the opening day roster. Wait, what? We've been hearing about these kids the last three, four years. Exactly. Uh, how bad could he be than Hicks? He, I mean, he could literally go up there without a bat. <laughs> he could go up there without a, Keith, there without a bat, Keith. He could go up there without a bat and stand there and have a higher arm base percentage than him after a month without a bat. Just walks. I mean, he just, I mean, that's how bad Hicks has been. He's so bad he makes medicine sick, bro. I mean, I'm tired of it, man. I'm tired of it. Milton, you're the man. Appreciate the call, bro. We got to take a break here. I got I to gotta, uh, bring us back and uh, reset the table a little bit. 
877-337-6666. We're talking sports on the fan. What else? We'll be We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Right back. World Series over. Yankees win. The Yankees win. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. The most successful team in the history of professional sports. Starting the new millennium, the New York Yankees are once again world champions. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. 90 minutes left in my show. Keith McPherson on The Fan. Another five-hour KM to AM talking sports with the New York sports fans. We just had uh, my guy Milton from the Bleacher Creatures, Cowbell Man. Can't wait to link back up with the gang in 203, 2023 and 203. It's almost time. Happy New Year. You know, I did feel some kind of way. Milton said that I let a Mets fan call up and speak on the Yankees, but I agreed. I agreed, and I understand you got to be objective and partial and I'm waiting for the season to begin so I can lay into the Mets fans again. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but not really. I just need something tangible. Like, Jose Quintana going down isn't really something that I can, like, troll Mets fans about or stick it to you on. I mean, he is uh, a signing that you're hoping, you know, is good after three months. Obviously, you're signing him, you're paying him, and it's a letdown that he's not ready for opening day. But Tyler McGill... Go for it. That's a guy you've seen in a Mets uniform. and I can't hate on the Mets. I cannot hate on the Mets. As a Yankees fan, I feel like the Mets are pushing forward to being, you know, the the better team in town. Uh, I can't say that going off of last year's results, but I can say it off of the moves and off of the different things uh, for the fans, whether it's the promotional items. I heard Craig and Evan talking about bacon on a stick and, uh, they're doing the uh, food testing of the new items at City Field. I think it's going to be uh, a great experience for Mets fans. And they've got a stacked team. And we'll see what happens with the pitching. But I think the Mets are going to be fine. The Yankees, I'm not feeling that great about, honestly. I'm not too high on the Yankees' chances right now. I know it's a new season and anything can happen. But like I said, I'm having a baby. I'm stepping out for the first six weeks, whatever it is. And, um you know, when I come back, I hope that the Yankees are all right. But at the same time, they play games. And we're talking about that tonight, right? I think a, a big part of the conversation tonight is around Jason Dominguez, Anthony Volpe. And from my eyes, from my standpoint, I don't expect them to be on the opening day roster. 
That has nothing to do with them showing up and performing or not performing because we all know that they've turned heads. They've performed well. Two of the most hype prospects in the last decade or so, they, they've shown up and they've looked the part. But I don't think it's enough to get them on the opening day roster because of how the Yankees operate. And whether you think that or not, like we got to wait and see when the opening day roster comes out. I'm not going to be surprised if Volpe is with the Rail Riders and Dominguez is with the Patriots. And if the Yankees want to actually go out there, which I think Oswald Peraz is going to be at short. I don't think IKF is going to start. But if they want to go out there with Josh Donaldson at third base and Hicks on left, I also wouldn't be surprised at that. I would be mad at it, but it wouldn't surprise me. I can only go off of their track record and what they do, man. They die hard on these contracts. They die hard on these trades. They're the smartest guys in the room. They can never be wrong. They can never admit fault. They can never go back on something. They will will die on certain hills. And I think that they're prepared to die on this hill with some of these players that, like, a year ago, right, that trade was made for Donaldson and IKF. It's not a good trade. It's a stain on Brian Cashman's recent history. You did all of that to get rid of Gary Sanchez? Okay, and now here comes year two of having to watch IKF and Donaldson play for the Yankees. Are they serious about winning a World Series? I mean, it's good talk around the Yankees for years. You always hear me say Peter Pan's got to grow up one day, and I feel like that's what's happening to me, right? I'll be 35 this year. I'm having my firstborn kid, and I just have grown out of the little boy in me that thought all of my teams could potentially win a championship, specifically the Yankees because I was spoiled young watching them win it and watching them go to World Series all the time. I've just come to terms with it. (laughs) I've just come to terms with the fact that I'm a grown man, and now I'm physically able to go to the stadium as much as I, I want. Now I've worked my way into WFAN and New York media and I have access, and they're just not what they were. This model is different. This business model, as we were just talking about with the last couple callers, I think they're more they're more focused on their their bottom line, the the money they're making, the tickets they're selling, than they are about figuring out what to do to get over the Houston Astros and get back to a World Series. And the funny thing is, if they were able to actually get back to a World Series and win it. That's the biggest move you can make money-wise. That's a money tree for another 10 years. Get to a World Series, sell those tickets at top dollar. Get to a World Series, win it, sell all the merchandise, do all the, like, I don't have to tell you guys, you understand what happens when you win a championship. And I feel like the Yankees always have the resources, always have the money, but they make little stupid mistakes along the way that end up costing them. And they'll tell you it's a crap shoot, and they'll, you know, Brian Cashman will get on Chicago radio and say something along the lines of like, hmm, how far did we get? I forgot. You got swept. If you need a reminder, you got swept in your home stadium. Jeremy Pena celebrating on your field. The Astros fans staying in while all Yankees fans went home and discussed that another season was over. A season that started with promise. A season that started with people saying, oh, this team is being compared to the 2000 and blah, 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 blah. It doesn't matter how they start the season. It doesn't matter about their pace. And that's why I'm not too upset about the injuries because it's like, all right, hit me up in September. Hopefully they're in a good spot in September. Hopefully they're healthy for October because that's all that matters. Eventually they're going to shorten the season anyway. Eventually they're going to change the divisions anyway. The Yankees better quit playing around and figure it out now because I think it's going to be harder for them when they realign and they expand. I think it's going to be harder for them 
when they cut the season down so that the season starts, I don't know, single day mile weekend instead of March 30th. 877-337-6666. We're talking Aaron Rodgers, of course, on the fan. People are on hold that want to get their Aaron Rodgers takes off. I'm not going to stand in their way. Let's go to Charlie out in Bethpage. Hello, Charlie. KM to the AM, my man. Congratulations, one year. Happy anniversary. Well, it's not my anniversary being on the fan. It's one-year anniversary since they traded for IKF, Josh Donaldson, and Ben Rortvet. One of the worst trades I can remember. Oh, I thought it was your one-year anniversary. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. I mean, I'm a little bit over a year. I think I'm 15 months in. Oh, you're not much in. Okay, good. Well, you're having a great year anyhow. You got the baby coming, and you're a blessed man. I'm, yeah, but... I'm blessed. I can't complain about how things have gone for me. I'll, I'll take it. Best year of my yeah, life, for sure. Yeah, this weekend was a bad weekend. I'm expecting Aaron Rodgers to sign. Mm. And I got health issues with acid reflux, GERD, and I can't hold down my meals. This guy's holding us hostage. Now, I don't care. He signs tomorrow. I know what he's going to do on the field, but... I just can't stand the guy's not even a Jet yet, and he's putting us through this punishment. Yeah, it's not right. It's not fair. That's how I feel. Jets fans have gone through enough. Now they got to wait. We're in what we think is the 11th hour of this thing. I think he's he's a Jet. I think he's coming this way. I just think he's so quirky and different. He he has to do everything on his own terms. It can never be the easy way with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, without a doubt. And I I know he's going to sign. And we're we're just we need to get to the next level. I haven't watched a playoff game in the first week of January since 2010 watching Mark Sanchez. And listen, don't get me wrong, we went back-to-back AFC championships, but that's 14 years ago, and we didn't win them. And so I need him to bring us to the next level. You know, it's been too long for us, Jeff fans. He better now, and he better be all the way bought in. Hey, Phil better, Charlie, thanks for the call. He better be all the way bought in. And I know it could happen tonight, it could happen tomorrow, and, it, and it, it'll all be forgotten that today dragged out because t- today wasn't really the deadline. We just thought that after they met last Tuesday, okay, there's no other suitors. What are we waiting on this weekend? He says it won't be long. Well, guys are getting signed. Teams are making moves. They're making their team better. And this team has to get better with you and maybe some guys that potentially want to join you. Come on. He better show up and be bought in. He better show up and be around the team, be at the facility. He better be willing to um, (laughs) nurture Zach Wilson and bring Zach Wilson along. He better be willing to throw extra routes with Garrett Wilson and be this leader, right? He talked about team chemistry and how his best teams, you know, they were really in lockstep with each other and blah, blah, blah. Well, you're the leader. You're the leader. And for the Giants fans calling up on the Jets, and maybe celebrating in the Jets, uh, you know, waiting and waiting and all this conversation around Aaron Rodgers, you realize that as soon as Aaron Rodgers lands here, he's the best player in New York football. Like, as soon as Aaron Rodgers gets here, the conversation already was Aaron Rodgers' Jets. It's going to be more Aaron Rodgers' Jets, and it's just going to be the perspective. And what do we need now? Who do we draft? And all of the attention is going to be around Aaron Rodgers and the Jets, not Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. So... Wait for it, folks. Wait for it. Up in Harlem, Jarvis, back on the fan. What's up, bro? What's up, Keith? How you doing? All right, you know, moving along here. Yeah, just watching a world baseball classic. Yeah, up, USA up 9 nothing in the first quarter, first inning. So, yeah, so I was watching that. I should cut that on. 
I missed that completely. I know that game just started. Yeah, because nine yeah, nothing in the first yeah, my, inning. Yeah, my trial had a three run homer, so that's good for the U.S. So bounce back after the last night losing to uh, Mexico. So, yep. Yeah, yeah. I want to talk about that other caller, like like Mets fans thinking Mets fan caller about the Yankees. I mean, like I mean, first of all, the Mets. You know, maybe the Mets have not won. Um, you know, Mets haven't um, won a division. I mean, they, the Blues division last year. They, if they um, let the Braves kind of hang around and won the um, National League East, you know, so maybe you know, maybe the Mets won a um, division. Maybe involved getting a three game um, three game wild card instead of that. So. Yeah, yeah but, the, but like the Mets, the it's it's a you know, let them uh, laugh now, cry later. They're fans, like you know. I know there are Mets fans eating it up that the Yankees are without Harrison Bader and Carlos Rodon, and we're all yeah. crying for a year about IKF and Donaldson. But I always find it's it's better to get at the Mets fans after the fact. Let them live. Let you know, I'm building them up. Hey, Steve Cohen, he's the best. It's gonna be a great yeah. year, but in a couple months. We'll have some actual games, some actual numbers, some actual things to go off of, and it might not be so sweet. Yeah, I want. Yeah, just like how about the Mets win the division? How about that? Don't let the Braves hang around and win the division against for the third time. So that's first. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about. I want to talk about the uh, Aaron Rodgers thing. You know, not here. You know, everybody talking about like coming here, like you know, if they bring Aaron Rodgers, then put them up up top of the AFC like they're the favorites, like they're gonna win the whole thing. Like I mean I mean, you're not better than Chiefs, you're not better than Cincinnati. So you gotta compete with those teams in the playoffs. I mean, whatever what round you gonna play in whatever um what round. The wild card, division around, the AFC championship, you you gotta deal with that. You know, you can talk about the defense with Jazz that they the top five but you're not going to stop the Chiefs' offense, which is number one explosive, because they got weapons, you know. So you got to deal with that in the playoffs. So, yeah, I mean, the Chiefs, not for nothing, they lost a couple players on their offensive line today, Andrew Wiley and Jawan Taylor. So like I was saying yeah. earlier about the Eagles, right, you get to the Super Bowl, the rest of these NFL teams are coming for your roster. And I guess the Chiefs know that uh, all they got to do is find guys that can block for Patrick Mahomes. He's got all the money. They're good. But, yeah, two guys just left uh, today. Uh, Jawan Taylor goes to the Jaguars on an $80 million deal. And then um, Andrew Wiley goes and follows Eric Bieniemy to the uh, Washington Commanders. So he's got a right, three-year, right. $24 million deal. But going back to the Jets, I think, you know, obviously Aaron Rodgers, everybody's screaming Super Bowl. But I think most smart Jets fans and football fans understand that this team last year would have been in the playoffs if they could have just got – mediocre quarterback play throughout the whole season. Yeah, I mean, so when you get Aaron Rodgers, you're a playoff team. They should be a playoff team with Aaron Rodgers and just the guys that we know are on this roster right now. Right, right. I remember last year, maybe if they beat the Patriots twice, maybe they will win nine games and get into the players, and they didn't do that. You know, which, you know they can't beat the Patriots, which they lost 14 regular season games against the Patriots, which is a dismal, like, you know, so, I mean, just saying like that, but... uh yeah, but um, you know, it's just like get to the playoffs. You know, what I'm saying make the playoffs. That's the first. goal. You know they can't saying? do that with Zach Wilson, and now Mike White is off the roster. Thanks for the call, Jarvis. That's the goal, and that's why you went Aaron Rodgers Plan A, and you're not backing off of Plan A. And again, folks, I will reiterate this: I think he's a Jet. It's just not confirmed, which sucks because then your mind wanders, and 
you think all types of things, but that is what Aaron Rodgers wants to wants you to do. Like he is this deep thinking, psychedelic drug using darkness isolation to find deeper things. Like he wants everybody thinking about what he's thinking. He might not be thinking about any of this right now. He probably does not watch NFL Network. He probably had something on his calendar to do today that has nothing to do with any of this. And he's just not answering his phone. He's just not tapped in. And they can't move forward with anything official until he signs off on it and says, yeah, done, confirmed. But I think that everything is in place. I do think that we've hit the point of no return. He's a jet. It's just a matter of getting this thing signed, sealed, and delivered. And that could take longer than today. And I don't think Aaron Rodgers wants his name in the news with all these other 30, 40 guys that have signed deals in the NFL elsewhere that aren't on his level. So at 1043, Aaron Rodgers has tweeted. This is why you have Paulie, a producer. Go ahead. Tell us what he said. You can't keep people waiting. I, I didn't see uh, this. I'm so I'm now. trying to figure out how to say this. Sol with two crying, laughing emojis. So that's SU with six L's. And two crying face emojis. Why is he like this? I don't know what that means. I It might be an inside joke to, like, McAfee people because he retweeted it, too. I have no idea what that means. But Aaron Rodgers is alive. He has access to electricity and his Twitter. And at 1043, so with two crying emojis. That's your Aaron Rodgers update. But what does soul mean, bro? I'm tired of this. This is stupid. I have no idea. Okay, and the first thing I do is type in soul on Google. Soul. <laughs> soul of an animal refused to go on. What he most feared was that the roan would soul, refusing to go further. So does Aaron Rodgers mean he refuses to go further than right here? Like, nah, that's not it. I just think this guy is trolling, bro. He doesn't even tweet that much. The last time he tweeted was to... Uh, Tell somebody to have like a different thought about his darkness retreat. And I don't I don't get it. Like what what is what is the fun in all of this? <laughs> Soul with five L's and two crying emojis. And this tweet is going crazy. Six minutes it's been alive, and there are twenty five hundred likes, uh, approaching three hundred quote tweets and four hundred retweets in a matter of minutes. Uh I don't know. I'm not into it. I'm glad I'm not a Jets fan because this would piss me off. This is your man's. This is what you signed up for, right? I I, I said Nets fans have already gone through this with Kyrie. You don't know what he's going to do. He's a wild card. Unpredictable. Is it worth the the production? Is it worth what they do on the field? Jarrett Young has homered for Canada against United States in the World Baseball Classic. Canada's down eight runs now. It's 9-1, but... Uh, Jared Young just took Lance Lynn deep. As soon as I turn it on, I see that home run. Canada scores. But, yeah, I don't know, bros. I don't know. It's, it's super corny. I, I'll never agree with someone that moves like that, that, like, thinks it's funny to, like, play with other people and their emotions and their business. and their t- Just come on already. But that's Aaron Rodgers. We gave him all this power. Specifically coming from a guy who thinks he's smarter than everyone. I think he's pure. I think he's a better person. A little Kyrie-like in that it's regard. It's very Kyrie-like. It's it's and and again, it's a little different. But they both think they're just smarter than everybody yeah, they're else. They're smarter than the media, right? They 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 know everything about everything. They know they have this deeper thinking because they've do, they've dove deeper than we all have, bro. It's not that deep anyway. This is just sports. We're trying to figure out if you're going to come quarterback the Jets or not. 
as he would say, it's Don't not that ser- it's not that serious, and he's turning it into like a ridiculous thing. And again, I think the it's the fact in- that he tweeted at ten forty three p.m. Eastern time. He didn't have to do that. It shows you he's he is paying attention. He likes it. Of, of course, course he likes the attention. Of course he does. Of course he does. We're, well, we're we're giving you the attention that you seek, bro. He he wants to feel wanted because you know what the Packers made him feel like. And let's go back to draft night. I remember watching Aaron Rodgers at Cal a very small amount, and the first thing they wanted to do was change the way he threw the football, the way that he held the football. If you remember, he had that very high carry, like up by his helmet, which wasn't really conducive to him um, like getting the ball out quickly. So they were critiquing his release, how he held the ball, and he dropped, and Alex, Alex Smith was the number one overall pick. I think he dropped to like 22 Packers take a chance on him, and he's got to sit behind a legend, Brett Favre. So he wasn't drafted into a ready-made position. He has watched 20-plus years of quarterbacks get drafted into a position where they're the guy. It's handed to him. He's about to join one of them, Zach Wilson. He watched Zach Wilson come out of BYU and be handed the job and a captaincy and not have to earn it. But he had to sit behind Brett Favre, and he had to earn it. And then when he did... He made the most of it. He made all pro teams. He made it to the Super Bowl and won it. And then from there, the monster became the monster. We created this monster. He won MVPs, and he got all this money. And now at the end of his career, the team that drafted him took a chance on him. The team that decided to move on from Brett Favre in favor of him, they're over his stuff. They're over his antics. You know, Show me that hot girl that's single. And I guarantee you there's a bunch of dudes that dated her that were around her that wouldn't play that game again. Don't want her anymore. She ain't that hot. She ain't worth the headache. Not worth the hassle. That is Aaron Rodgers. And now Aaron Rodgers has one team in the NFL, one fan base in the NFL, and uh, they happen to be in the number one media market in the world. (laughs) So he's playing right into all of this. He loves it. And uh, we got no choice but to love it, man. It is what it is. Jets fans, now you call the fan and you say, what, what, what's going on with this guy? He's on Twitter. I don't even use Twitter. What a soul. Is he laughing at us? Is he mocking us? Is he making a joke out of this whole thing? Yep, he is. Aaron Rodgers. And this is the first, like, this is the start of the Aaron Rodgers experiment here in New York. <laughs> this is the first day that I actually thought he's a Jet. He's a Jet. And this is how the first day is ending with him tweeting, Saul. And I don't know. Somebody will decipher what that means. Somebody will figure out why he tweeted that and why this is taking so long. I'm sure the Jets can't be pleased. I'm sure if you're Woody Johnson who only comes on to tweet about the Jets uniforms or what did Woody Johnson recently like? I think he he gave uh, Jermaine Johnson a pat on the back or something recently. And I was like, Woody. Just disappear, bro. There's no reason for you to come out here on Twitter and say anything. Okay, he tweeted out to thank Braxton Berrios. Oh, he tweeted out to say, oh, free agency starts soon. DJ Reed was a big pickup for us last year. Of course he was. We don't need you to remind us. But thanks, Woody. I think everybody just responded to that. Get the Aaron Rodgers deal done. What do you think Woody's thinking as he's on his Twitter right now and he flew across the country in his jet to this guy's home? Probably offered him the world. They kissed his toes and begged him to come. And uh, here comes, uh, you know, free agent frenzy day 
and tonight's going to end. And does this mean we're going to get it? Like, is this happening? What's this soul? I think the soul just gives me the vibe of like sulk in it for another day. Wait, wait for me because I need all the attention. I'm still the hottest girl in the class. And yeah, maybe my old boyfriend doesn't want me, but one of these guys will put a ring on it and they will have to wait for me because I am it. <laughs> I'm good on it. I'm good on it. This is this has already soured it. I thought I was rooting for Aaron Rodgers to come here and be successful. N- now there's a little bit of a turn here. Now I'm like, okay, for the people that think that he's going to come here and put on that Jets jersey and crash and burn, yeah, well, he would just be getting what's coming to him. 877-337-6666. Yankee fans call me up. Mets fans call me up. Giants fans call me up. And, of course, the Jets fans are going to call me up. We got one more hour of my show. I'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.